0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy hump day, Wednesday, midweek, peak of the week. You know we are in our groove. Hope you're having a great week so far. we got lots to talk about in the sports world. But before we do, I want to say mahalo to Long's Drugs for all your support. Make sure you guys pop in there to get your everyday needs. And I'm telling you, Long's, <laughs> Long's got everything, right? Pop in there, get what you need. Uh, With that, you know what time it is. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. I'm just going to start off by saying this. I absolutely love where I come from. I love Hawaii. And there's a lot of reasons why other people who come here just fall in love with this place. It is life-changing. I believe it can change the world. Aloha can change the world. And for those that come here who embrace the culture that actually let it become part of them, it changes them for the better. And that's exactly what's happened to our University of Hawaii offensive lineman, Micah Vanderpool. Uh, Steven Sai has an article in today's Honolulu Style Advertiser talking about Micah's journey from when he got here to where he's at now. And he is at a point where he's, he's ready to pave the way for others. Coming here... Hey, there was, there was the, the, the seniors and the guys before him so, to sort of show him the ropes. And through this process, he's had, this is his third head coach since he's been here, so he's gone through some adversity. Um, but like, like I always say, adversity, you know, fuels us. It should fuel you because there's growth on the other side of that. So he's at a point now in his college career where he's ready to pave the way, he's ready to lead, and he's ready to go out and inspire, and... Um, you know, he, all, he also has a podcast, uh, Big Mike Takes the Mic. Uh, it's an amazing one. He actually sat down with, uh, with my son, uh, who was part of uh, that podcast maybe a few weeks ago. They did a, he did an amazing job. So, you know, he's already embraced the culture. In this article, he talks about from the moment he stepped off that plane on his recruiting trip, I believe back in 2017, it was the air. He said he felt it, and he knew that this was the place for him. And we all know what happened over the last couple of seasons. And a lot of players decided to, to move on to go elsewhere. The thought crossed Micah's mind for sure. But he sat with himself and you know he, he said that no, I need to finish what I started. This is where I belong, and this is where I want to be. And so he is ready to lead. Uh, he, he's bounced around, you know, tackle to guard. He's bouncing around on that front, that front line, and he's back to a place where he feels he's at home and he's at his best, and he wants to, to do, um, you know, he wants to do some work back in his hometown in Arizona. When he's, when it's all said and done, he wants to give back. He believes that's, uh, you know, his calling, and that's what every athlete should aspire to do. So, Micah, look, man, I just want to say thank you for embracing the culture, um, choosing Hawaii, right? And and I, we know now. It's because of the rice and, and, and the shoyu and the spam bees. <laughs> That's what he says. He says he's a local, right? He loves 7-Eleven. He loves the local food. And, uh, you know, he's very grateful and thankful for that. And we're thankful for you, brother. So good luck this season. Continue to grind it out this spring. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you lead this fall. Our very own Hilo's Maui Ahuna is doing his thing uh, on the diamond for Kansas Jayhawks, he's just a sophomore. He's at the shortstop position. And he's put on some weight, some good muscle in this offseason to help him. In just 22 games so far this year, he's batting a .434 average, which is outstanding. You know, last year he had his name in the hat for the draft. uh, You know, but due to the pandemic, the number of draftees were cut by a lot. And so, you know, he ended up heading back to Kansas to play college ball. And he said it's the best thing that's happened to him. He's grateful for it because... Uh, number one, hey, the more reps, right? You get to keep working on your craft. Um, he, gets to, he gets to enjoy that college life, uh, you know, with those guys, his teammates. It's just different. College ball and pro ball it's two totally different worlds. And so he's just excited for the opportunity to continue to grow as a player. Uh, but he's also getting a chance to work with Colton Wong's dad to sure up his game. A lot, of, a lot of ball players are coming from, you know, the big island. And so, congratulations again, Brother Maui. Uh, like all Hawaii-born athletes, we just have nothing but, you know, so much aloha. And, and we're so proud of you guys. So, continue to do your thing, man. Continue to trust and believe in yourself. And trust the path that you're on. And, yeah, I know you said that you, you hope to experience pro ball one day. Keep that at the forefront. Because it's going to motivate your, your, your work each and every day so keep going man and uh, for those of you who want to dive deeper into that one that's by Billy Hull in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser yep because of all the controversy in last year's NFL playoffs with the overtime rules that has changed so now this year doesn't matter who wins the coin toss um, if you win the coin toss you will most likely receive in the OT because if you went down and scored a touchdown game is over but now, if you score a touchdown, the other team still has a chance to, go, to drive down and score a touchdown as well. But it is important to win the coin toss and to go first. You want the ball because you want to be able to go down and put points on the board, put pressure on the other team. And so because of that, hey, the Bills' historic season last year came to an end when it was a back-and-forth battle between them and the Chiefs and Josh Allen, could only watch in on the sideline as, the, as Mahomes <laughs> went right down the field and moved on to the next round. So, you know, this year I know a lot of fans are probably happy about that. Players, you know, it's, it's if you're on one side, if you're on the side of winning the coin toss, get the ball, and you, you went down and scored and you won the game, you're loving that. Right? But, you know, so it, it's, you got to look at it from both sides. But the rules are the rules. They made the change thanks to the fans complaining. And so we'll see how this year NFL playoffs shake out with the new rules. Man, Tiger Woods, there's talk of him potentially playing in this year's Masters in Augusta. He was, you know, um, shown that he was out there. He's probably taking it in. He's been out there with his son, you know, uh, but it's been 14 months since, since his car accident. And, you know, his badly injured leg. That all seems to be, you know, healed. He's obviously out there playing golf. Is he playing his best golf? We don't know. You know, hasn't played a major tournament, you know, since. And so to make the Masters his first major since the injury, since the accident, uh, it would be fitting. And, and if anybody can come to that type of adversity and jump right into a Masters major and win it, it's Tiger Woods. So I'm pulling for Tiger. I hope he plays, but only if he's ready. If he feels as as if he's ready to compete because we know Tiger Woods and we know the greatest athletes of all time, that competitiveness is, is what drives him. And if we can't compete, if we can't go out there and put our best foot forward, our best swing forward, you know, we don't want to go out there because, hey, we want to have a chance to win. And I know it's Tiger Woods' mentality, but at the end of the day, uh, he's been a huge inspiration, you know, in the golf world, in the sports world, uh, and just in the world in general. So, Tiger, we all hope you you're back, and uh, it would be fitting that you're back at the Masters in Augusta. And here's here's something that's cool though: he's won the Masters multiple times, and once you do that, you're basically you get the invitation, and you have all the way up until tournament time to either decline or accept, um, you know, that invitation. So it's on them. It's not on, on the Masters to, to tell Tiger you're in or you're out. It's on Tiger to decide if he wants to play or not. So, hey, the ball is in his hands, so we'll see what happens. Actually, I should say the club is in his hands. So uh, we're pulling for you, Tiger. Can't wait to see you back out there, brother. All right, Dave Rudin has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser uh, talking about the recent... NCAA swimmer Leah Thomas, um, who had just won you know, that, that NCAA swimming tournament, and it created sort of a it just created discussion and conversation on the topic of transgenders, you know competing, you know, obviously a, a male-born athlete competing uh, with females now that he identifies himself as a female. You know, everyone's got their opinions on this. You know, as as for me, it's just the the in the world of sports. Hey, I I get it. Competition drives you. uh, You want to win, but in the world of sports, there's a reason why male and female don't compete against each other. It's just uh, it's just a physical. There's a physical difference there, right? In some sports, you know, maybe it could happen. You know, one on one, but. It's, it's just tough, you know. And I'm just going to say, like, in college and even in pros, you know, performance-enhancing drugs is a no-no. Why? Because it gives you a physical advantage. And so, when it comes to this, I feel as if Leah had a physical advantage over those other female swimmers. And so, you know, there's a fine line is that should, should she be able to compete? Absolutely. Every athlete who want, every person who wants to be an athlete, wants to compete, deserves a chance to compete, right? So maybe the NCAA needs to uh, create it's uh, like a separate division, or you know, because everyone wants to be included, right? There should be, uh, you know, inclusion. That's what that's what this world is. It should be everybody should be included, right? Despite your religious beliefs, your physical, um, and whatever you decide to do, right? And whoever you identify yourself with, as far as this situation goes, so. That's just my little take on that. You know, everyone deserves a chance to compete, but I think, you know, these divisions were separated for a reason. And I think maybe that could be a solution. Who knows? We'll see if the NCAA uh, creates something. But again, Dave Verdon has more on this. And uh, yeah, good luck. And at the end of the day, hey, I'm I'm all about athletes, I'm all about competition. And so continue to go out there and, and compete, guys, each and every day. Uh, guys and girls, just continue to grind, continue to work hard. You know, in life, sometimes there's, you know, we, as athletes, we face probably the most adversity out of anyone, right? Because there's so much more than just wins and losses and the hard work, man, the mental stress, the, the pressure to perform, all of these things. And, and I don't want to say more than everybody. Let me rephrase that because the everyday work person could be going through uh, having pressure to perform as well at the workplace. So we all face adversities right? But we must continue to persevere through those adversities. So uh, continue to work hard, everyone. Um, you know, every day is a new day. What happened yesterday, if what happened yesterday, if what you did yesterday still sounds good to you today, then you haven't done much today. So let's focus on today and just keep striving to be our very best each and every day. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And I also want to give a huge mahalo to Long's Drugs for all your support. I like the saying goes, make Long's a part of your day. Every day. Support local. Thank you Long's for all your support again. And I'll see you all come Aloha Friday.